Hi, I'm Dora from Dora Nicolau and my drink of choice is a chai. I'm Gemma from Contently Driven and my drink of choice is red wine. And I'm Michaela from Inspired Office and my drink of choice is a sparkling white wine. Work-life wine time supports the responsible consumption of alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) Hello and welcome to episode 89 of the Work-Wife Wine Time podcast, the podcast for Australian women in business who are looking for connection and the support of other women who are sharing the same business journey. Welcome to 2024. Crazy. It's can you believe we're here? So I thought 2023 was just gonna go forever. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah. But it did it. (laughs) So in case you haven't already guessed, today you've got myself, Makala, and Gemma. Hello. (laughs) We are Sam's Dora, only because this was a spur of the moment last minute. Hey, let's record an episode. Pretty much. (laughs) So today what I wanted to talk about was I guess the overall theme is habits versus goals. But I was saying to Gemma earlier that, well, I can't speak for everyone, but certainly for me and my circle of friends, 2023 was a really looking for the right word I'm going to go with challenging year (laughs) for a lot of us um I know Jim you had some ongoing health stuff that I feel like it's been going on for like three years three years yeah it feels like that (laughs) yes but yeah like like 23 just seemed to go forever because it was just, you know, one thing after another, after another, after another. Um, And, you know, I mean, for me, it was all very positive because it's brought me to a place that I'm very happy with, but it was a really hard slog. And I've discovered that a lot of my business friends and even non-business friends, I guess, because last year was so big and just so insane and challenging that everyone seems to be shying away from setting goals this year. And biggest shock of all, like you are one of them, Jim. Am I? <laughs> well, you were just saying that, you know, you haven't set any goals for this year. It's the Oh, ten- yeah. It's shocking. And I, I said, so what have you got? What are you doing this year? And you were like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. I haven't really decided yet. Not really <laughs> sure. I think I'll plan it soon, which is, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't even know. I don't have a word for it. I don't know who that is. <laughs> there's, there's a weird Gemma stuck inside the body of this Gemma. Um, no, it's. I think different priorities, there's other things we're focusing on and yeah, I wanted to just chill pretty much for the first few weeks of this year because why not? Mm. Oh, exactly. Right? Why not? So because we're both, you know, I'm a productivity geek and you're a habits geek, 
<laughs> I thought it might be interesting to have a bit of a discussion around like a different way we can approach goals this year. Mm-hmm. Because for myself, I was saying I like to set like an impossible goal each year and that's a um, a strategy or a technique that I learned from um, Brooke Castillo and I find it really helpful. It's like you set these big, I mean, some people call them BHAGs, big, hairy, audacious goals. I like calling them impossible goals. But you just set this big overarching thing that you want to achieve in the year and then from that you kind of develop little projects or kind of smaller goals with the idea that they will help you get to or get closer to your BHAG or your impossible goal. And I've kind of done that in a way this year, but instead of setting smaller goals, I've actually decided to focus instead on habits. Um, so I, I'm the person who kind of, when I set my goal, I'm always focusing on the outcome, like, you know, constantly looking at that. And it, I, it, I've found, especially again, over last year being so unpredictable and with all the kind of out of left field stuff that happened, that it, I found it really frustrating trying to focus on the end goal of what I wanted and trying to take the steps to get there. And so this year what I've instead decided to do is instead of, you know, setting like a smart goal or something, something that's measurable, I've decided to focus on the process of achieving what I want to achieve and focus on the habits that are going to get me there. So, for example, one of the crazy things I'm doing is I want to lose some weight this year. So I've decided not to decide on a number. Like I'm not setting a certain amount that I want to lose. I'm not setting a certain amount that I want to weigh. In fact, I, when I moved house just before Christmas, I threw away my scales. So I don't even have a way of measuring that, you know, in that respect. But what I'm focusing on instead are three habits that I want to do every day that will essentially result in what I want to achieve. Mm. And so I've kind of, I'm playing with using that across other things in my business as well. Like, you know, I want to create more content this year. So I was thinking of ways that I can do that, but again, focusing on the the habits instead of the end goal yeah makes sense it does but I'm just I'm I'm it totally makes sense but my question is why why are we focusing on the getting there and not the end out of curiosity it's a good question I think part of the reason again is um because last year was so unpredictable and the things actually got in the way of me achieving my goals and that really frustrated. Well, no, I can't say that. I did achieve more than half of what I'd set for myself. Yeah. But it did get in the way of other things and I found that really mm. frustrating. And yeah. this year, and, you know, like you were saying earlier, I just want to kind of go with the flow 
a bit more. Like just let stuff happen and mm. use use the flow of life and things, opportunities to help get me there instead of being so strict and yeah. mm-hmm. um not intentional, but you know, like instead of planning every little thing which has been my habit in the past. It's like I just want to make little changes to try and and achieve what I want to achieve instead. And I mean, you know, I'm recovering perfectionist here, <laughs> recovering workaholic, all that sort of. <laughs> and I, so I guess this kind of feels a bit like exciting and ooh, <laughs> am I even allowed to do this? Totally. Do you remember at the start of last year, my goal was to not have any goals? Do you remember that? The start of last year felt like it was three years ago. It felt like it was about 10 years ago. Yeah, that was, and I failed at that very quickly. (laughs) Now that doesn't surprise, that's the (laughs) So here we are again. (laughs) Ah, Yeah, so we failed at the goal of not having goals. That's okay um but yeah I mean look totally fine to have goals of course but like we were chatting about earlier um I think the realization that life will happen and we we can't stop that you know what I mean like we cannot stop what life decides it's going to do and of course we can plan every little thing and that but um it just gets a bit much you know can't workaholic here too uh, I'm not a recovering perfectionist. I'm, well, I don't even know if I'm recovering. I'm just a recovering out of control, high standards and needing to do everything. <laughs> so I don't know if there's a word for that. It's definitely, mine's not perfectionism. Mine's just do something and then do it and then do another thing and then do another thing. So I don't, is there a word for that? <laughs> Unrelenting standards I hear is one of the words. That that makes sense, yes. Yeah, so I'm recovering from that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm recovering from instead of doing one thing, do 20 at the one time, you know. However, not, yeah, I am going back to uni this year and I am doing two separate degrees, not the one. So we're not quite <laughs> recovering from that, are we? Moving on. <laughs> Actually, you've just prompted something else that um, I wanted to include in this episode. Word of the year. Do you ever do that? Oh, I I did do it two years ago. And what was my word? Oh, we should look into doing word of the year. Yeah, because I like last year my it was three words. My word of the year was slow and joyful, and I actually did really really well with that. And now it's kind of just become a core value of mine. Mm. So I'm continuing on with that, but I decided to set another word for this year. And that's and that what you said just a moment ago made me think of it. And that word for this year is release. Mm. I want to and I want to just release expectations of myself. Mm. Mm. Just release all these things, which kind of I guess is in alignment with, you know not wanting to hang on to goals this year, not wanting mm. to hang tightly to um, and have attachment to goals and mm. 
outcomes as such and focusing more on the process of getting there. So, yeah. I, however, I only just made that connection now. So <laughs> very, it's very interesting. I feel like I'm having a kind of a coaching session here. All right. There we go. You saw it. You, you heard it here first. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think it's because when you, when you look at, at at the end of the day, I actually, I remember last year on the 2nd of January, um, I achieved my 10 second handstand and that's something that I'd been working towards mm-hmm. um, for all of 2022, you know, and I didn't get hyper fixated on it, but it was kind of, I mean, I had a lot going on in my life this time last year, but it was kind of like the 2nd of January came, I wasn't even thinking about it and it just happened. And it's like, oh, you know, but if you're so attached to that being, that goal for that year, who gives a shit if you get it two days after? Like, you know what I mean? So I, I think letting go of that end result, but w- what's really important is that how you get there. That's where the growth is. That's where the habits are formed. The, those little things you do to get to just an X, that's what changes you really, you know? Um, and I think working towards a goal of, being more chilled out or releasing is pretty important too. I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's a big, big growth and change in you if you're forming different habits um, towards health, towards relaxation. Um, yeah, because those things for some people are really hard, you know. I always think that's why my favourite animal, my spirit animals are like a sloth and a crocodile because they don't <laughs> do anything, you know, and tortoise. They're my three favorite animals because they're slow and mostly what they do is just laze around in the sun or hang in trees. So <laughs> I think that's why. I'm like, oh, this is why I love those animals. They do what I just struggle to do. So, <laughs> you know, but yeah, I think habits are really, really important and creating really good habits, I think, can be way better than the end result of a goal because look in the end of the day when we've got to that x what do we do oh here's the next thing oh here's the next thing you only get that slight sort of rush of oh yeah and then it's gone like you know what I mean I do I do yeah yeah whereas forming habits are so much more um I don't know life-changing and even more of a, a rush you know because it's something that you're forming and then before you know it you're like oh I'm doing this thing now how cool is that and it's like nothing you know um yeah yeah. no it yeah I, I I completely agree with what you've just said and I think that's why that's why I'm so excited about embracing that because you know as far as weight loss goes getting on the scale and watching it go up and down and up and down. And like, I'd get really attached to that and that, you know, feelings of failure and frustration Mm -hmm. and all that sort Mm -hmm. of stuff would come in. Yeah. Instead, just focusing on the three little things that I want to do every day. Yeah. Which, you know, have like, I mean, these, the things I'm focusing on are the overall goal is to, be a lot healthier so trying to control my chronic health condition the uh, well I was going to say unanticipated side effect but it is actually an anticipated side effect is weight loss (laughs) but it's 
focusing on those on the little things that I'm doing I get to the end of each day and it's like they're really simple things yep I've ticked off all three it's so much better than getting on the scale the next day and going oh you know it hasn't moved or I put on weight or like it's such a freeing mindset to have and like you said habits really do change your life like literally they can't not can they like you're changing your long-term behavior that's what Absolutely. it's and I guess in changing your long-term behavior that also changes your thoughts and your beliefs so mm. yeah they, it's pretty powerful stuff isn't it all these habits have you read the book atomic habits oh. by James Clear years ago yeah I haven't read it yet, I have to admit, but um, I was listening to him talk on a podcast the other day um, when I was walking the dog and that kind of got me thinking too about, you know, the habits being more the way that I want to focus this year instead of the actual goals and outcomes. Oh, totally. And I, I think, you know, making changes to habits is um, amazing. It's an amazing thing to do because everything we do is habitual, you know, and like, I mean, we're not five years old, so we're very repetitive in the ways that we do things, that we think things, that we, you know, think, feel, do, and it just loops and loops and loops and we don't think about it, you know. It's it's like, um, you know, the first thing you do when you wake up, the first thing you do um, after you eat, like it's just these habits that we don't even think about, you know, like when you drive somewhere, and you park the car and you're like, how did I even get here? Like, you know what I mean? Like, but I do that all the time. Right? That That's what a habit is. Like, it's crazy. It's just so habitual. You don't even notice. So to change that is amazing. You're almost changing yourself or parts of, of yourself. So to be able, I mean, to even break addiction, you know, it's almost the same thing. Like if you say you're addicted to some kind of substance, like uh, your habits <clears> are an addiction in the same way because your brain loops it, you know, and our brain doesn't want to think. It wants to chill out. So <laughs> the less it can think about doing stuff, the more it's going to be like, oh, yep, we're just going to leave this on loop, you know. Mm. Um, so I think changing habits is it's an amazing thing to do. Like it's it's such an achievement. Absolutely. And okay, so yes. since you are the habit queen, oh, oh, oh. Yes. <laughs> can you give us for anyone who's listening and thinking, oh, Michaela might actually be onto something. <laughs> can you give us three little tips or something to help people or to to help us get started in developing new habits yeah um I mean my first tip is it's not easy so <laughs> please be nice to yourself um that that's certainly the first tip so just know that what you're doing is super challenging um now it it, it it's hard to I guess give a tip depending on what you're doing exactly but um, you know, if I don't know what you're doing exactly, but I find um, the routine and the repetition is the most important part. So by routine, I mean, do the same thing 
whatever habit it is you're trying to change. And if you can do it at the same time, every single day. So it's almost like, so forming a habit sort of works in like a reminder routine reward. So it sort of loops in that reminder can also be known as trigger. I think that's in automatic habits from memory trigger routine reward. Um, is the way you think about it. So if you use the time as your trigger, you know, oh, it's 11 a.m. Now I've got to do the routine and then you get the reward. Now, by reward, it can be enough that you feel a bit of a rush through you that, oh, I did the thing, you know, Um, or you can reward yourself with something, maybe whatever it might be. Maybe listen to your favorite song, maybe go for a five-minute walk, like whatever it may be. If you, if you do that, that, that's going to, to help you. And you find if you can do that, the same routine at the same time every single day for 30 days, it becomes so much easier. The first week will be punishing. <laughs> it will be the worst thing you want to do. You will hate it, which is normal. But if you can just push through that, that first week, just becomes easier you know anything you do over and over and over is going to become easier right so you've just got to get through that little bit and the reward you'll reap after 30 days is amazing one thing i want to add um and this is something that i got from corinne crabtree who you know is a weight loss coach that we've had Mm. on the, the um podcast before And I love this. I've used this quite a bit in my business. Like I've taken, shifted it into the productivity realm. But setting a bare ass minimum. Mm. So the bare ass, and that's what essentially I've been doing with my habits. It's like, what are three small things that I can do every day? Yeah that, you know, I want to develop into a habit. And Absolutely. I started off really small. Yeah. And, um, but, like, the idea is that you just do them every day. Like, they're so small and easy yeah. that you can't not do them. Yeah. that Doing that really helped me kind of get into the, the consistency mindset. Because I think when it all comes down to it, for me especially, consistency mm. Like can and what I mean by that is consistency in everyday little things. Like I'm consistent in my work. Every day I sit down and I spend the first hour dealing with email and admin. Yeah. But you know, that that's a different thing. That's kind of what I've got to do. But it's little changes for myself. And I noticed um Ro, our previous Rowena, our previous podcast co-host her word for this year is consistency I was watching a reel that she did the other day but yeah so making something so little and so easy Mm. that you just can't not be consistent with it you know before you go to bed if you go oh no I haven't done that today you can do it you can just go oh it'll only take me 30 seconds two minutes and get in and do it so that that's the thing I found for me so for someone who struggles with consistency and forming new habits, just doing a bare-ass minimum, three little things that are so easy you can't not do them has been really, really helpful. Yeah, totally. I love I love that. I love bare-ass minimum. Um, 
Absolutely. And I mean, you know, if forming habits is challenging, um, start with the smallest little thing, you know, Um, and you can set higher, you you can set like say five things to do, but your bare ass is three. And if you do the other two, the little bonus points, you know, Um, I think it's quite nice as well. So um, yeah, definitely start off small. Like don't try and make your habit something ridiculous out of control. (laughs) You're just not going to do. And then you'll just set yourself up for that failure every day. You know, don't do that. Remember, these are little, little things that's working towards that end goal. Remember, we are looking at the habits versus end goal. So it is those tiny little things you're doing every day that change you and change your life to get you towards something. And if you don't hit that something, that's totally okay too, you, you know, um, because that what you're doing to make those changes is huge. So that's, yes, that's our 2024 <laughs> for you. <laughs> Thanks for tuning into our podcast. If you enjoyed it, hit subscribe. If you'd like to learn more, then check out our website, www.workwifewinetime.com.au. While you're there, jump on our mailing list to receive special updates and offers from our guests. Until next time, take care and drink responsibly.